Hey everyone, and welcome to Money Moves for Teens. My name is Tally Levy, and in this podcast, I will be talking about business, entrepreneurship, and of course, money. I hope you take something away from this episode and enjoy. If you're a teenager, I want to let you know that now is the time to start saving for retirement. I know it sounds weird, but there is one main reason why doing so is a good idea, and that reason is time. You're still young, which means your money has more time to grow. This episode, I'm going to talk all about 401k and 403b retirement accounts. In my last episode, I introduced these accounts as well as the topic of retirement savings as a whole. That episode has a lot of great information in it, but there are some details about each of the plans that I did not mention in the episode, which is what I will be covering today. There are still really important points I made last week though, so if you stand till the end, I'll give you the timestamps of when I suggest you go back and listen to those key points from last week. And finally, before I begin, as I did my last episode, I'm going to start off by talking about the importance of saving. So why do we even need to put money aside for retirement? Well, the average age a person retires is at 62 years old. The average life expectancy of a person is 79 years old, and that number is slowly increasing every year because our technology is always advancing. But just taking those two numbers, between the time you stop working and the time of your passing, you still have to provide for yourself financially for 17 years. You can't do that just by scraping the coins off of your car floor. That's hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars we're talking about. To continue paying for your food, medication, utilities, and more, you'll need money. You want to be prepared for this point in your life and starting to save now will help you out greatly when doing so. Before I begin talking about 401ks and 403bs, I'll explain what I'm covering first. I'm going to give a description for each and I'll state the pros, the tax treatment, maximum and minimum contribution limits, withdrawal rules, and any other requirements associated with setting up and having the accounts. And by no means am I giving tax advice. Okay, let's talk about 401ks. What do the numbers mean and why is this something adults always talk about? To answer that first question, 401ks are named after a section in the tax code that governs the account and they are offered by employers to their employees. Basically, if you're someone who works for a company, you would most likely have a 401k. Today, I'm not only covering traditional 401ks as I did my last episode, but I'll also be talking about Roth 401ks and how they're different. These pros I'm about to go over apply to both the traditional and Roth accounts. The first is, compared to other types of retirement accounts called IRAs, which I'll talk about in my next episode, you can contribute or save a lot more money every year. The limit is a lot higher. Second, if you struggle with dedicating money towards retirement, you can set this account up to where your money is automatically being saved. Third, your employer can match your 401k contributions to a limit set by the company. For example, if you make $2,000 for that specific pay period at work and you put $200 from that amount into a 401k, your employer can put another $200 into your account. That's the match and it's basically free money. If you have that option, it is highly recommended you take advantage of it. Now for the taxes. This is the part where the traditional and Roth 401k accounts become different. In a traditional 401k, your money is not taxed on the way in, but it is on the way out. This means you avoid income tax when you put money in, but when you withdraw money to live off of in retirement, the money gets taxed as regular income for your tax bracket. It's the total opposite when it comes to a Roth 401k. Your money is taxed on the way into the account, but it isn't when you take it out. This system is great for those who believe they will be in a higher tax bracket by the time they retire. 
I do go into more depth into the topic of tax brackets and how they work in my last episode, so make sure you listen for that timestamp at the end. The maximum annual contribution limit for the 401ks is $19,500. If you are over 50 years old, you can start saving up to $26,000. There are no minimum contribution amounts for these accounts. You can withdraw the money from these accounts at age 59 and a half. If you try to take money out before that time, you will be taxed at 10%. That is never a good thing, but especially in the Roth's case, it completely defeats the purpose of how it's taxed. Lastly, the government requires you to start withdrawing money by age 72. Since these accounts are opened by the company you work for, you would have to check with your boss to see if you are eligible to open one and review all the requirements. Now let's talk about 403Bs. This type of account is extremely similar to the 401ks I just talked about, the main difference being who the account is for. 403Bs are for those who work at public schools or nonprofits. Just like 401ks, there are traditional and Roth 403B options. Again, the pros to this account are very similar to the 401ks. The max amount of money you can contribute annually is pretty high, you can automatically contribute money, and your employer can match the amount of money you put in. Really, the only other difference between these and the 401ks other than who can open one is that in some cases you have less investment options in a 403b. The money in a traditional 403b is not taxed on the way in, but is on the way out. In a Roth 403b, you receive income tax but can withdraw the money during retirement completely tax-free. The maximum contribution amounts in these accounts are the same as 401ks, $19,500 a year for those under 50 and $26,000 for those over 50. You can withdraw the money from these accounts at age 59 and a half. If you try to take money out before that time, you will be taxed at 10% and the government requires you to start withdrawing money by age 72. And because these accounts are opened by the company you work for, you would have to check with your boss to see if you are eligible and understand the requirements. Now you know all there is to know about 401ks and 403bs, both the traditional versions and the Roth versions. Before I close out this episode, I wanted to remind you all of how crazy the numbers and data can get in a positive way when you start saving now versus waiting until your 20s or 30s. For this numbers experiment, I'm going to assume you're making $60,000 a year, which is close to the median income for adults. Yes, I know this is probably way more than you're making currently, but this number is assuming you're making less now and will make more than the median later down the road. It's just an average I'm going to go by. To run these numbers, I'm using Dave Ramsey's investment calculator, which you can find on the web as well as in my description down below. So, if you're making $60,000 a year, that's $5,000 a month. And let's assume you're putting aside 10% of that amount towards retirement, which totals $500 per month. You're starting at age 15 and you're retiring at age 62. And the last statistic we have to add is of course the annual return percentage on your money over the course of your working years. So for our experimental purposes, Investopedia.com says adjusted for inflation, the historical average annual return is around 7%, so that's the percentage we'll use. So you're saving all this money from age 15 to 62, and if you factor all of those numbers in, you would have $2,193,214 saved for retirement. Think about that. Now I'll compare the almost $2.2 million you would make starting to save at 15 versus starting at age 25. Keeping all the same stats, excluding your starting age, which is now 25, you would have $1,048,272 saved for retirement. 
That's what a 10-year difference will get you if you wait. $1,144,942 less. And when looking at the stats I used, of course some people retire later or choose to contribute a lot more than 10% of their monthly income towards retirement, but there is still a common theme. If you start earlier, you will end up with more money later. And these benefits could result in many different things for your future depending on who you are and what goals you have. You might choose to retire early or as you get older, you may not have to put as much money into your savings every month compared to your peers. There are many positive things that can stem from starting to save early for retirement. I definitely recommend listening to my last episode because I go into further detail on the topic of retirement. I do talk about things in that episode that I covered here, so I'll give you some timestamps that you will find more helpful if you don't want to hear repeated information. I talk about social security at 1 minute and 55 seconds. I explain how tax brackets work at 4 minutes and 38 seconds. I explain how your money actually grows in a retirement account at 6 minutes and 12 seconds. And that's a timestamp I really do recommend you listen to if you aren't aware of how it works already. I cover how fees associated with retirement accounts work at 10 minutes and 19 seconds. And lastly, I explain how crazy the numbers can get in a fun, more relevant experiment at 18 minutes and 56 seconds. That's another interesting point that I really think will be helpful. You're more than welcome to listen to the whole thing, but if you just want the key takeaways that weren't in this episode, there you go. I hope this episode opened your eyes to a new topic and inspired you to start saving for retirement. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this week's episode and learn something new. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions through my Twitter at MoneyMovesForTeens or through my Instagram at Talia.Simone underscore. If you decide to follow, you will be notified every time I release a new episode and I do frequent polls about my podcast so you all can be part of my podcast decisions such as choosing episode topics. If you are more of a visual learner, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel where I create animations for these episodes. It's the same great information, just in a video form. If you would like to continue building on what you learned this episode while supporting my podcast, in my descriptions I always have an outline and discussion guide. You can also go to buymeacoffee.com slash tallylevy and access them through the shop section of my site. Print out the guides for your favorite episodes and talk about them with friends and family. Also, if you like Money Moves for Teens, be sure to give a rating and share it with those who will benefit from the information. I hope to see you next week. Bye!